Ladies and gentlemen, gather around. Uh, I believe this is the public episode. So right. is this one going to be the public? The reason I ask is because like Wednesdays is open to the public and we got to be careful how how deep we go yeah. and you don't want to trigger nobody. But no, it's going to be perfect, man, because our, our audience, everybody watching right now on Facebook, listening on Spotify, listening on Apple Podcasts, y'all are intelligent, man. Um, y'all get it. Uh, y'all care about y'all's families and y'all's community. So y'all know how important this is, like your kids' education and the future of your country and your taxes and is there going to be a dollar and your income. But hey, we have producer DJ Big Rob in the building. Buenos dias, buenas tardes, como están todos? As you can see, Big Dot, I'm wearing my rash guard because I'm in, I'm in like, I'm in, I'm in competition mode, my boy. Ooh, um, expand. But, but here's the... But here's the competition, though. It ain't got nothing to do with jujitsu. Oh, okay, damn. I have. I'm doing. I'm doing the House of Blues, Houston, June 16th, and I don't want to get in my head about it. Like it's a really big deal. We're gonna sell it out. It's my hometown. I haven't performed in Houston for years. Uh, there's been a lot of ups and downs. Just trying to lock in a venue in my city. Uh, that's neither here nor there. But from a competition standpoint, like I want to approach it the way some of these jujitsu people. Uh, uh, approach their big matches, their big competition. So it's it's a weird thing because you know how sometimes people go into album mode and they start like growing their beard out and they just wearing a hoodie because they're trying to finish these verses and, and lock in the booth. Uh, it's just my own little thing of just like, like for example, to take my mind off of all this stuff we juggle, I've been trying to be more consistent with a jujitsu class. Shout out to Urban Jungle. I just wanted to rock it, man. Represent Urban Jungle, man. Um, <laughs> Dude, uh, class yesterday was great. Like people, dude, I'm starting to get compliments. Like, hey man, how how long you been training again? Like, yo, I remember I remember rolling with you about a year ago, and like you you've come a long way. Damn. I was like, yeah, that was. I was like, that was before these two stripes I got right here, Big Don. That's like the best compliment you can get when people are like, how long you been training? Really, only a year or only six months or whatever? You're like, oh, okay. No, no, no. It was a dude that like that. um that I've known since I signed up the first time. So it's not like, wow, you're really good. How long have you been training? It's like, wow, remember how bad you used to suck. <laughs> okay. All right. And I could tell you, I could tell you either been coming to class, watching tutorials. You've been actually like, like doing your homework and caring. So it's not like, oh my God, you're great. It's like, oh, wow, you suck a whole lot less <laughs> than what you used to. Um, but this is Red Pill Tamales, man. Shout out to all the patrons, all the agents that are in the Discord chat, um, the loyal to the soil, the capitanes. Uh, Rob's been doing Thursday episodes. Uh, what do you call it? Agent sessions? Yes, agent like sessions live. every week. Speaking of the sorry, when you said Discord, it made me bring it up. They're over here chatting right now, bringing uh, some submission questions and, and articles. But yeah, every week we do uh, agent sessions where our captains get in there, they join in. <laughs> We choke each other out submission. on camera. Yeah, we submit them in there. Yeah, you you said submissions. I was like, okay. He got worked up. He's like, all right, I got to work on it, you know, behind the neck. But uh, we we chime in. We we do basically like a round table. We talk about topics, what's going on that week, what's going on either in their lives, in their community, or just on the news. <laughs> That's how you do it when you're in there, just fucking shaking. You, you got to see the fingernails, big dog. Yeah. You got to see the fingernails. When you bring that sucker behind, this one's already worked in with the thumb. You don't work this one in with the thumb. This one coming behind the dome. You should be able to see all your fingernails. You should be able to whisper in their ear. Dude, uh, anyway, go on. there's a good uh, video of BMAC showing a, a throat punch submission, basically, where it's like, you can do it from the from the top where, you know, you put the you put the, the fist right in their esophagus. Oh, it's such a dirty move, but it's no. good. 
have have they done that to you? I've had it done to me in the past, yeah. Where they put it to the side, not not the soft. Not, not yeah, the, not right on the like Adam's apple, but like on the our our, our, our what do you call it? our uh, erotic. There you go, got it, bro. It hurts so bad, yeah. And you tamp instantly, like yes. it's scary. Yeah, especially anyway. and if they don't let go immediately, like if they don't move the fist, you're like, bro, you held you held it too long. No. It feels painful. Not only that, bro, that's cutting off the oxygen to your dome. Yeah. But go ahead and finish your, finish your story. Bro. So anyway, so our agents, every week we get on there, we get uh, anywhere from a dozen plus people uh, any given night. We typically do try to do it at the end of the week, sometimes on a Sunday uh, evening and just have fun. We end up going usually for an hour to an hour and a half and we just sort of cycle people through the, the, the crowd cast. People jump in, people jump out. They'll be at the gym, they'll be at, you know, at home or whatever. And we'll usually have a cup of our favorite beverage. Usually it's, you know, whatever you like drinking and then we'll have a good time and then the other patrons get to listen to the replay but you only get to be on the live show if you're a captain for sure so what's the first topic man uh i kind of want to i mean you you had some really good topics but you didn't know about this one so youtube they reversed their so i want to phrase it the way that axios phrased it and and maybe we can go down the line about other people phrased it but axios said youtube reverses misinformation policy to allow u.s election denialism is how Axios phrased it. Bro. Side eye. I used to Look, trust Axios. Let me ask you this. To everybody watching right now, let me ask you all this. If Trompitas wins in 2024, hypothetically, if Trompitas wins 2024, hypothetically, will the people on the left, will the Democrat folk be allowed, like their politicians and their fans and their people that that's on that team, will they be allowed to raise questions like they did in 2016? Like, will they be allowed to be like, hey, we think that was malarkey or check him for shenanigans or somehow, some way, I don't think this was legit based on anecdotes, stories, uh, circumstantial evidence, some video footage, footage allegations, mules, you know what I mean? That's the first thing I thought because why, not why, I, it's it's smart because they're getting a lot of, supposedly it's because they're getting heat for the censorship of, you know, free speech and some of the articles are saying because of the uprising of other platforms like Rumble and Twitter that they're like, okay, we need to back off. So there's one way to look at it. The second way is like, man, if this motherfucker does win... Watch your language, man. You're on my oh, Facebook. Oh, you're right. You're right. You know, <laughs> if these people do win, or if, if anybody on the right wins, because it could be yeah. disantimonious, dissent, but yeah. whoever wins... Meatball Ron. If they deny it, you know, they have to be able to talk about it. Like, they, they can't be suppressing those topics a year from now. They got to, like, let the foot off the gas now. I can't wait till folks realize how the media works and, like, how biased and how, like, you know, just follow the money. You know what I'm saying? Like, follow the economic structure of how the media operates. And they will cut a pass to folks on the left. Like, you you can hear the view right now. You could damn near predict it. Like, Anna Navarro and Sonny Hostin and them, Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg and them being like, well, uh, did y'all not see the footage of those, you know, Republican people stuffing the ballots in the thing and harvesting the ballots and uh, 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 the, going in and pulling out the USB from the machine and yep. all this? There's like a 10 minute compilation of Democrat uh, politicians saying you can't trust them machines and uh, they've been hacked before and they're connected to the Internet and this and that. So my, my thing is this, bro. Back when we first started working with Rob, mm-hmm. Marisol and I, 
I think we used to mention on uh, what did he said or one of these shows, like, I think we used to mention like, oh, yeah, so we're watching The View this morning. And Bodicito Rob had to just <laughs> hold his tongue like, it was I, just like that beat of sweat, like, ooh, I want to say something so bad. And in my defense, you know, this was my girl at the time, man, you know, so, you know, she wasn't my wife yet. She was just my lady. And I'm like, yo, like, whatever she watch, I'm a watch. And uh, I'd be kicking it at her apartment and she whip up some breakfast. No, I'm talking about maybe I'd have spent the night or something. Ooh. And then, all of, you know, what I'm talking about maybe I'd have left my toothbrush a couple of times and she, she's making breakfast and she's like, oh, I like to catch up on my current events. I like this show, The View. It's daytime television, you know, after this soap operas come on. It's and go ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. And basically the 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 um my disclaimer is I was just kind of neutral. I didn't really pay attention to stuff. And it was kind of more of like, oh, they're it's like Regis and Kathleen. It's like talk, meaning they're just gonna mention some uh current events and they're just gonna kind of give their take. Not necessarily that I was going to be all in and super programmed, um, even though now I realize that opinions can get assigned. Uh, and that's what anybody, that's even with folks on the right. But but anyway, I, I'll think back at those days and I'm like, I wonder how much Rob knew about like, bro, can I just tell you how bad of a take that is by Whoopi? Like, can I just tell you why Sony, <laughs> Sonny Hostin is so wrong on that? You know, I never said anything. I, I, people, I mean, people may have heard this before, but I never said anything because I think two reasons. One was the state of the world, in my opinion, wasn't as like, there weren't such dire consequences with what was going on in schools or in communities or with defunding police and the economy. All these different things seemed pretty well. You say it all the time, like you were too busy working in Trump's economy, right? Working during, in the Trump, during, Trump, during yeah, the during Trump administration, Trump, I was too right? Busy getting that money. So I'd be like, I was okay, too busy that money. if I brought it up, it would just be a philosophical, you know, discussion. Be like, well, why do you this? It would just be trying to get somebody to to look at things the way I looked at them, which didn't didn't make any sense for like fun or work purposes. It's like whatever, all right, it's cool. Yeah. But then. But think things changed abruptly, and now that you guys have kids and are older, Marisol wants to throw up anytime you bring up the view. Right? She's like, she feels sick that she ever listened to that and fell for the the okie doke, as you say. So perfect segue, my brother. Um, I was watching the view this morning. Now, like, hate watching. Like, I'm trying to make my babies uh, French toast, and I'm trying to make waffles, and I'm like, oh, you, what are you, what? And they're like, Dad, how's the French toast coming? Coming? I'm just like, the the gall of this woman. Like, how are you? All of a sudden, you got to cut to commercial. All you're, of a sudden, you're stirring it so hard, you can't even make the pancakes anymore. Like, ah, uh. yeah, I'm burning butter on the pancakes. Que <laughs> So, so anyway, they had Senator Tim Scott, which is a, uh, I guess, senator from South Carolina. I believe so. Uh, yeah, black gentleman, which is something that. I mean, the view, they don't care. They they quick to judge you. As long as you don't, you're not a part of the same party or you don't vote the same or you don't have that same rhetoric, they ready to call you Uncle Tom and a coon and throw you up under the bus. And um, basically, they were trying to hit him with like, why you can't admit there's systemic uh, white supremacy and racism, mm -hmm. that the whole system is set up against minorities. And he's just like, well, I feel that it's dangerous to tell kids and the youth that you know, they got to be the exception to the rule. 
in this country to even have a chance. He's like, I just, he's like, we done had a black president, black vice president. We got Congress, a uh, Supreme court, black folk. He's like, he's like, we don't come a long way in a few short generations because, you know, America really is, you know, land of opportunity and things like that. And we can't be pushing this critical race theory stuff on these kids because you're already cursing them with negativity. Like, Hey, the whole system is rigged against you. Good luck. And they just refuse to take his take. And they're just like, oh, how you going to tell me there ain't, you know, racism under every corner? Everywhere you go, everything is hidden. You can't measure it, but it's there. You got to tell the kids. Dude, do you remember? Well, let me, uh, let me say this. When I have brought up the fact that Kamala Harris used to be like one of uh, Montel's side pieces, was it what's his last name? Is it Williams? Mont, yeah, Montel Williams. People were like, "What are you talking about?" And they're like, "Yeah, I'm like, yeah." And like, "No, she wasn't. She was no, yeah, she was." She was a distinguished. Yeah, people only uh, like they only they started listening or paying attention like I don't know a year before the election to who she was, and they forget about all the other celebrity nonsense or I don't know even what you want to call it like Hollywood entertainment world where she was just a side piece. Now she's like America's terrible side piece. Not even a side piece, bro. She was in a threesome, open, freaky, yeah. godless. You know what I'm saying? They was over there doing freaky stuff, like all on the red carpet. Like Montel Monte Williams was like. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Showing her off like she was part of his harem. Like like she, like he was a pimp. He would just <laughs> roll up with two. And she was like, okay, daddy. Okay. Paparazzi. You know they try to bury that from the internet, bro. Oh, you can't. You can't bury it, man. No matter how hard you try. They try to hide that, put that on a dark web. But um Did you watch the full I Tim Scott thing? Tim Scott, uh, I think I I think it went from the YouTube algorithm, it went from like the clip to like a whole episode. And then Anna Navarra, she she gets on my nerves, Whoopi gets on my nerves, like Joy Behar, like, oh my gosh. Kind Malway. Medasco. Medasco. Eso es pura, pura disinformación. And then I was reading this book this morning. Uh, we're we're going to pivot into, um, like you were just saying, we're learning. Some people are learning now who, like, mm -hmm. all of Kamala's background, right? Because during the uh, runoff to the election or whatever, to the lead up, stuff was getting suppressed. They were calling certain stuff Russian disinformation. Now it's getting real interesting. Because it appears that, you know, not only is Brandon falling over himself, like he ain't all there up, up there, um, which I saw a view episode where they're like, well, you know, there's, you know, Trump is old too. And they want to focus on age. And it's like, there's a lot of elderly people watching right now that, you know, da, 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 and Joe Biden, he's doing a good job. And don't y'all talk about how he's old and who cares? He could run again. Ain't no debates. It's his turn. I'm with him. You know, I'm right with Biden. And, and it's like, Y'all focusing on the edge because y'all don't want to focus on the, the brain part and the corruption part and the fact that now it's starting to come out. Like, well, maybe the laptop is real, you know? Maybe the and laptop's maybe real. Maybe. And maybe, yeah, and maybe, the you know, the alphabet folk, 
had a document where they was uh, checking up on Joe when he was VP and he was getting that sh money. You know, here go one paper right here where like they had to basically subpoena bank statements and all this has been like buried under rep under un, under the rug. And then you have like a whistleblower from from the FBI. I know this is all heavy stuff, but keep up, catch up. The whistleblower now, they saying they're concerned for his life because of the amount of information he has on, on the Brandon family. Do you know specifically like what this whistleblower um what is he what is he saying he has or has he touched on any of that? What do we know? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know much of it. I keep seeing the headlines and I want to do a deep dive, but I'm curious as as to what he knows now or what he's you know saying that he's going to come out with now or has come out with to to make those kind of headlines cuz um, you know, I get my truth social notifications along with everything else, and it seems like truth is usually like an hour or two behind other publications for whatever reason. But mm. I did see that, like, you know, the similar headline, like FBI whistleblower or FBI worried that the whistleblower, you know, life is in danger, or I think they even use like could be killed or assassinated, you know, if, if revealed or whatever the hell. So I don't know. I, I really want to figure that out and find out because a lot of it is probably going to be stuff we've talked about, we've covered over the last couple of years. You know, I think even, yeah. no, well, Politico had that, like, uh, the Biden crime family, like, time map. So I couldn't even believe that that was up there, but they actually reported on a lot of the stuff. And this was like December of like two years ago. So after he had just been inaugurated, like that year, that first year of his of his administration, and even that was just like, no, they 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 it was uh, misconstrued or it was just kind of you know uh, overinflated what he had his hand in here or what he did or the family. There's always an excuse. There's always a reason why certain articles or publications are just lying about what he did or has done. It's just a shame that half the country has no idea yeah. of the level of corruption. You know, they just like, well, at least he ain't the racist one or at least he ain't a Russian agent. And it's like, bro, they literally got receipts on this boy. Like, buku countries were literally, <laughs> literally, that's Penny's new favorite word, right? My four-year-old. Dad, literally. Bro, they literally got receipts. Like... Five milli here, how many milli? Ukraine, China, CCP, like all these. I know we I know this is heavy stuff, but keep up and catch up. Like countries that literally say, if I give you this money, you're gonna help implement policy that's beneficial to us, not to the American people. And I think they got a word for that. And uh it's just a shame half the country, like it's just like no, like not paying attention, like. There's all kind of stuff happening with the currency and taxes and inflation and the printing of money and the IRS and this is actually like, this is a, a perfect segue. One of our one of our patrons asked this question for you. Um, uh, Juan the media creator said okay that's Juan the locksmith he a media creator now boy. yeah Juan the locksmith yeah he's got he's made a couple of clips for both souls page and yours uh the, yeah a bunch the, yeah they're hilarious they're great um thoughts on the fed now program if we pull out our cash will that be a good or bad if they decide uh, to go all digital currency so let me just ask you that are you familiar with the fed now program uh go ahead and enlighten us a little bit more so i think i may have mentioned it to soul maybe like a week or two ago but you know how you have all of these uh, like Venmo, Cash App, PayPal, all these different companies where you can kind of just exchange money quickly, instantaneously with a, for a fee? The Fed now is basically wanting to offer a similar thing. So it's, it's fast, it's instant, but, but, Chingo, you're going to save a couple percentages on those transfer fees, especially if it's an instant transfer, right? So I think, um, don't quote me, I forgot the numbers, I had them on the top of my head. 
let's say it's 5% or whatever the hell it is for PayPal and then you got Venmo and everything else. Fed now is going to do like a 0.5% or like a 0.125% in order to just transfer and use Fed now instead. First of all, ni te vayas tan lejos. First of all, it's called Fed now. That's all you got to know. What's it called? Fed you ain't never heard nobody say that, man. Like, man, you gonna zell me? <laughs> hey, what's it? Let me, uh, 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 you, you finna hit something on my cash app? Now it's Fed now. Nah, it need to be called Fed now. Nah. <laughs> Hell nah, bro. They finna track everything. Dude, that's a shirt. Fed nah. Fed nah. nah would you be like, it, it's the Drake meme where like, nah, Fed nah. Yeah. Nombre, wey. Dude. And even then, that's JP Morgan. You know what I'm saying? Do your research. I mean, Mandame el I got, qué? I got, el Zell? I'm, I'm, el Zell. Uh, you know about that? <laughs> no. Zell. Oh, Zell. I thought that's Come what on, you were saying. My bad. My bad. Hey, man, you got to kick it with Mexicans more often, my boy. You're right. I fucking moved further away from all the Mexicans. How about that? <laughs> you over there with the, uh, with the commies. <laughs> no, I dare you. You're right, no, actually. It's, no, it's, you're it's, But you are right. Yeah, no. Hey, uh, my my people that own this gym, they got a they got a crib out there too, Central Texas, and uh, they're based. Um, but you know how it is, man. The commies they be wanting to leave California. You know what, man? I I would respect John Leguizamo a whole lot more if he just came out and said it. If he just came out and was like, "Yo, I'm a Hollywood communist," like he should just you say more. Just, so you got respect for him yeah, now. I'd rather have him just admit it. Just be like. Hey, I'm dumb. Like, just come out and say, I'm on this team. I'm against all this. Like, he's going to be against anything that's white, Christian, male, uh, uh, evangelical. I mean, America first, uh, anything that's, you know, MAGA, anything that's like, anything that pertains to something that might be on the right. Homeschooling. He's going to be against homeschooling. He's going to be for uh he don't even know what a woman is, bro. He tweeted it the other day. He retweeted somebody. He's like, yeah, I'm with this guy. I'm, I agree with everything he says. And that person was basically saying, like, I used to know what a woman was, but, you know, it's 2023, and now we got new science, and we look at biology and gender different, and now, you know, I can't really say what a woman is. Like, like for example, John Leguizamo, I would respect you so much more if you just came out and admitted. You know who else? D.L. Hughley. D.L. Hughley, I used to like him as a comedian. We just, I can't see, I, I, I don't even want to participate in none of his humor because he literally, on, literally <laughs> on his Instagram, the stuff he'll post is damn near like, I would respect him more if he just came out and was like, I really don't like white people. Like if he just said that. <laughs> like if he just really, like D.L., just come out and say it. Like I literally, literally be wanting to leave a comment my four-year-old's rubbing off on me with, the, with, the, with her language. Like, I be wanting to leave a comment like, bro, you ain't got no white fans? Like, just say it. Just say you don't like white people. Just come out and say it. Because yeah. everything is like, I mean, dot, dot, dot. <clears throat> and it'll be a, a clip of like a white liberal saying, the media um, overinflates black crime and uh, doesn't really show all the white crime that's out there. And he'll just be like, I mean... <clears throat> It's so it's, it's such a it's lazy like, way to try to make a point. It's like what media <clears throat> are you watching? Every media I'm aware of, they try to blame everything on the on the white man. Yeah, like uh who was it? Um Akash had that joke. Like, you know one thing white people don't have? 
or can have an opinion. Ah, the crowd goes wild. Uh, real quick to go back to Juan's question here about the the Fed now. You're absolutely right. It should be a Fed now because the last thing most the, the last people the last thing that any person who's been paying attention wants is more federal uh, intrusion into your life. Yes, I never understood like. For example, I was reading this book this morning, which was about like, uh, long story short, it's about how the teachers unions and government schools is just like the groundwork to create more like statism and to, to indoctrinate folks to want to worship the state, right? Like push out God, push out patriotism, like uh, meaningful stuff that to give us a competitive edge instead of making it to where schools are a free market competing against each other to try to who has a better product, who can educate the kids better. It's like they they don't penalize bad teachers. They don't incentivize good teachers. It's just all they do, the teachers unions, they just like donate hella money to like Democratic causes. Like 99% of all their donations are for just like the Democrat Party. And it's pretty genius for the folks on the left that want more bigger government, more spending, more programs, more... um more state, more bureaucracy. It's genius on their part to infiltrate the public schools. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 basically people a lot of times opt into it because it's like, man, we already paying all these local school taxes, and it's free daycare, and they're gonna feed them, and they're gonna watch them till about three. So people just kind of go along with the good of them. Uh, as you were saying that, I was re- somebody. Let's see, who's this? Juan Big Swellento. We had a lot of Juans in the Discord. <laughs> They've had a lot of different names over the the last couple of years. But uh, this is about money. It's about crypto. So because we're talking about you know cash, the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission tweeted out uh, today: We charged Coinbase Inc. with operating its crypto asset trading platform as an unregistered national securities exchange broker and clearing agency and for failing to register the offer and sale of its crypto asset staking as a service as a service program are they attacking uh, it sound like it, this makes crypto more attractive to me because it sounds like they're attacking crypto exactly that's what i was going to say it's exactly it, what it sounds like did you hear the other crypto ceo got killed out there silicon valley no who there was like another, I don't know his name and all that. There's there's always so much happening. But it was like a, another crypto CEO. I'm not saying it was a hit. Yeah. I'm not saying, I don't know, I don't know too much about it. You remember the, like, we never talked about the Cash App guy. Remember that too? That was in San Francisco, I believe. Yes. He got stabbed to death. Supposedly it was a coworker. No. Like another, like another somebody, like I think he was kind of maybe upper management, like worked with him kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, I think he like shouted some stuff that was that like, showed that he was brainwashed or something. Allegedly, he like was like you white something. So <laughs> patriarch. It's always it's always pa- that it's, it's patriarchy, patriarchy and whiteness or, or like capitalism or something like that. You know what I've seen a lot more of, uh, like a lot lot more in comments, and you can't trust comments. Like most of them, probably over half aren't real, right? They're probably bots. They're probably fake, but. Every whether I'm following a business person, a real estate person, a motivational, a fitness, no matter what the person is, if it has anything to do with something uh, regarding just American or not even not even specific, dude, just literally like whatever the post, it could be a regular post for their account. The comments would be like privilege, 
You know, somebody with such mm-hmm. privilege doesn't this. Somebody with that kind of privilege doesn't. And it's like the, the oppressed Olympics have reached an all new high where everyone's trying to go for the gold here. And every comment section has got a couple of people where they're talking about privilege. Bro, did you hear about the, uh, I want to segue because you reminded me of this. Did you hear about the baseball player, the pitcher, I think for like two For the Dodgers? Days? No. Oh, no? no okay. Not, not Kershaw. So look, so basically, I believe he plays for the Blue Jays, and I believe he was a pitcher. So, and I think he's Catholic or Christian, one of those, right? One or the other, right? One, one of the branches of it. And basically, he first, like, was like, nah, man, I'll rebuke what they doing over there with these twerking drag nuns, and I don't like them making fun of Christians, and they're going to have to cut that out, and this is about baseball. And he was basically saying, shame on the Dodgers. For doing what they're doing. And then, because he's in woke Toronto, Canada, so then he starts getting pressure and getting booed and stuff, right? Kind of like they try to, you know, do to me. Cancel me type of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the bots come out and they start talking mess to get in your head. Well, anyway, he he did a struggle session. He was like, I will continue to learn and re-educate myself so I can better inform myself about the inclusivity and the diversity. And I will... Uh, and zzz. So, so basically, Anthony Bass, Anthony Bass, yeah, yeah. Ap- apologized Tuesday for expressing support on social media for anti-LGBT whatever boycotts of Target and Bud Light. Bass shared a post on Instagram uh, stories Monday urging, not even on his wall, just posted a story, you know, inside of his stories, mm-hmm. urging others uh, to spurn the American companies over support they showed. Funny enough, they played the Astros last night. They got demolished like 11 to 4, and he he, he didn't have a good game. I, you know, can you imagine what this does to a professional athlete who already has, like, all of this attention and lights and pressure on them to, like, perform for the team and the organization? And then the organization doesn't support you when you have, you know, your, your right to believe whatever you want to believe and you make a statement to your fans who follow you. And then you got to deal with this shit or this stuff. You know what I mean? Excuse me. But here's, here's my response to that. Uh-huh. That's what makes a champion. You know what I'm saying? Because, in other words... You got to know who you are, what you stand for, and what you believe in, and who you answer to. Because when you're in the storm, you're going to be confused. You're going to want to apologize. You're going to want to clarify. But you have to be, you have to know, like, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Like, you got to know you can't bend to these damn terrorists. I'm going to call them that. Um, and in order to be a champion, you have to be disciplined. Like, you think you think somebody could be a bodybuilder and not want a meal prep? Right. Like you think somebody want to be like a badass jujitsu player, but they don't ever practice. They don't ever study their moves and they just got fake confidence. So I guess my answer to that is anybody listening, man, just to excel in life. Like, for example, Sunday nights when Marisol would be like, pull out your planner. And I'm like, oh, damn, man, here we go. Bro. <laughs> and we about to map out every second of the day for the next seven days. And she'd be wanting to do two weeks. And, uh, but you know, mainly we just do like a week and it's like, you pick up, you get up at this time, set your alarm, babysitter arrives at this time. Boom, 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 boom. Well, guess what? The fact that we are now getting back into meal prep, like that act of saying, what are we sticking to? Not, I'll oh, grab a good, fuck it. Yeah. You want an extra slice of bread? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Give me half empanada. You know, next thing you know, you don't put a little chocolate milk in your coffee. Next thing you know, you were too tired to go on that walk. Um, you didn't fast. You now you snacking late at night. You getting that little trail mix. That shit got M and M's in it. Now you don't know why you done blew up. You done gained fifteen pounds. 
And I don't even know why, player. So my point is, man, like I was telling you at the top of the show, and this is this is a dude, it just ties it all together. What I was trying to tell you about this rash guard. When when you're headed into a high stress situation where you're putting pressure on yourself, like that's why John Donaher tells his athletes, like, we gotta normalize competition like everything you're doing up under those lights is just the promoter and the fans trying to hype it up as something uh supernaturally normal to the training you've been doing so it's it's basically the same thing on a bigger stage more people more lights but you still gotta hit you still gotta make sure you discipline with with what it is you know the underhook and you, you gotta be disciplined with what you're doing so how do you how do you psych yourself out and my answer is I'm approaching it like they do. So even though I'm doing comedy and it's people who paid who want to have a good time, they came to laugh. Like there's really no way you could fail. But it's like, but how do you go into it and really hit every note and really give like a top notch performance? Not like, oh, this is good, man. You delivered, man. Good job. It was a good set. Nah, it's got to be like, bro, what was that? See what I'm saying? Yeah. But anyway. No, I like that. <clears throat> no, that's a, that's a that's a really good message too. Because when it comes to anything that you're trying, like here's one thing I want to normalize again that I feel like has been taken away from uh, young people, a lot of Americans in general, is the fact that you want to win. I want to win. Doesn't matter what it's at, and we can, and maybe in one of the Patreon episodes, go deeper on that concept because certain things there is no there is no ending to it until you either stop the thing or you die. Like that's how certain things end life in particular. Right. But like for our kids, you know, I'll hear some of the coaches say like, uh, for instance, just baseball, like, Hey, you know, you guys didn't win, but you know, it's not about winning or losing. It's about, you know, doing your, your, you know, good job and whatever, whatever, you know, and it's in my head, it's like, like, what? Then why did, why do we keep score guy? You know why we keep score? Because we want to win. You know, we got to, you got to keep some of that in the whole pursuit of playing or practicing or achieving something new or learning something new. You want to win at the thing. And uh, a lot of people just don't like that concept today for some reason. Would you agree? Yes. I feel like they, they, they will stop at nothing to try to squash that. It's like little Andrew Tate's out there on the Little <laughs> League field yeah. where it's kind of like instinctively I'm competitive. Instinctively, I want the reward of knowing that, yeah, like we got – first place and we're going to go get pizza hut after this and i caught the winning play and i worked hard and we ran and we we had fun and we came together as a squad and i loved when my coach said hey man and and, and to this young man right here hey boy way to hustle or whatever yeah. like they want to squash all that and turn it into gender is a social construct and you know uh, uh, like, did you see the clip? It was like, men ain't supposed to be uh, something, something, something. Like, men ain't oh, supposed to be... Oh, the men are supposed to be submissive, that one? And the dude, yeah, yeah. With and the, the nails? Long nails. Yeah. He's like, uh, you know, sassy. Gross. Almost like, bro, where was your pops? Like, where was your dad? He went bro? for milk, never came back. <laughs> Who raised you? <laughs> um, you know, you over there acting like mama. You turning into mama. But I feel like it's a micro... What you just described is like a microcosm of the Andrew Tate thing where it's like, you're misogynistic. He's like, why? Because I tell men to like work hard and be disciplined and, 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 uh, 
and succeed and don't get into crime and protect those you love and protect, you know, those around you and try to work hard so you can provide for them. He's like, what part of that is bad? It's like, well, it's misogynistic because of the cigar and the Bugatti. Did you, you know? see and his first like, interview with the BBC? Uh-uh. Oh, bro. I want to get into that. I, yeah, but, 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 but I want to learn about whatever this logo is on your hat. Like what is M3C? Is that, is that what is on the hat? Oh, yeah. Yeah, thank you so much, man. This right here is M Triple C, uh, Mary's Creek Cattle Company. Um, I started off as a as a customer. Um, my family we bought a half a steer. What we did is we put a four hundred dollar deposit down, and when the meat was processed and ready, uh, we met up in Pearland, and they loaded up my vehicle with just boxes of like steaks and briskets and ground beef and. Uh, I mean, Tom, you you name a cut, they got it all up in there. Uh, chingo de chuck steak, t bones, ribeyes, todo carnal. We still got a freezer full. We barely put a dent in the amount of beef that we have. Um, it's super healthy, grade A. I always tag them on Instagram because I always see stuff where it's like. In Ireland, the government is requiring the culling of 300,000 cows for the for the purposes of climate and for the carbon impact on the earth, for the focus on the global, communal, uh, 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 we want to have a cleaner environment and we want to lower the temperature. So we're going to kill all this protein and throw it away. So can't nobody have it. And I'll tag them like, bro, you see what they're doing in y'all's industry? So go check them out, man. It's Mary's Creek Cattle Company. Just hit up m3ctx.com. You can follow them on Twitter, Instagram, etc. So the BBC. Oh man, I thought I thought you had froze. <laughs> no, no, I was just I was attentively listening to you as I'm looking at their website. You know, fulfilling your 100% grass-fed uh, finished beef needs. But I was thinking about you know all this grass-fed beef and these these big ass you know you know animals that are being taken care of so well here in deep in the heart of Texas. Reminds me of that alpha you know that that, that comes off as alpha male Andrew Tate, and he chose to give the BBC the first exclusive interview with him in his house because he can't. I think he can't leave. I think he's still under house arrest or something like that. But mm. regardless, they had it uh, at his place. They agreed to it. It was about forty. It was thirty-eight minutes exactly. I remember because I watched it all, and I was in all. My jaw was my jaw dropped at how terrible like. I, we did a, a crowdcast for our captains in there. We were kind of talking about it. I mean, you think Kate Collins did a bad job with Trump, dude? Uh, it mm. doesn't even hold a... It's not nothing near how bad this BBC reporter did at Andrew Tate's house. I mean, he'd be talking about the Matrix. And yeah, he's a dangerous man. I mean, he he's an example of like... Either either you love him or you hate him, but have you even heard anything he has to say? Mm-hmm. Kind of like kind of like trompitas, right? They did trompitas like that, where they're like, oh, his speeches and his rallies, this is a bunch of Klansmen, and they just a whole bunch of racists saying racist stuff. And it's like, I'll give you $20 if you just sit through 30 minutes or 20 minutes of one of his speeches and then point out anything. And, and people, what they do, man, folks on the left, like the AOCs of the world, people that are just indoctrinated and they have a monopoly, you know, the, the mainstream matrix got a monopoly on ideas and you, you're not allowed to hear the other side. Just like when I told Rob, I was like, man, we were just sitting here watching ABC in the daytime, hearing what Joy Bayard and them had to say, not knowing just how wrong off or biased it was. It was just kind of like, ah, oh, it's okay. Well, that's their opinion. I guess. I mean, yeah, I can see that. Like if I, 
if I was watching the Tim Scott one today, I would have came in and I wasn't like red pilled yet. I would have came in, into it already with some bias of like, uh, Republicans, huh? Yeah, those are the ones that that uh, just try to help out corporations only. Which a lot of that, a lot the GOP. I'm not talking about MAGA, the the old school GOP, bro. We didn't. We just saw that this week how weak they are. I mean, look who attacks Trumpitas the most? The GOP. He's the biggest threat to who? The swamp, the bureaucracy, the, the establishment. Been, yeah, the people that have been there for 40, 50 years and just weaponizing everything against you. So, but, uh, yeah, go ahead. Well, I want you to, I'm, I'm going to send you the video. Um, so, at the end of it, Andrew Tate, they agreed to let him or whatever. He recorded the whole thing on his camera, right? So, he's got the whole unedited version so that they couldn't pull any tricks around him. 38 minutes, right? The BBC ends up releasing something less than 15 minutes. I think it was like 11 minutes long was their version of the interview with him. And just cut up to obviously make it seem like the worst person ever. And some of the funny points about, you know, or one that stood out was that he, you know, revealed how much he had done for uh, charity, basically, like what he would do with his money. Because, you know, he's such a bad guy with all this money that does just bad things. And he's like, you know what I never talk about? Like, I have donated over like over $125 million to feed children in war-torn countries. And the ladies, like, she literally, you hear that awkward pause where she's like, oh, where do I go? And then she just circled back to this whole, like, well, we have this, you know, Jane Doe or whatever that says, and he's like, that person's fake. You, you made her up. Like, the BBC is alleging that they have somebody who wants to speak out, and it's not true. He keeps hitting her with all these facts or whatever. So then today, this morning, like, as we're recording this podcast, he released a video where he's... uh He's charging a fee. He's no longer doing free uh, Matrix media. He's not doing any Matrix media, yeah, legacy media. 50 grand if you want to interview him, and it's going straight to his Tate Fund, which feeds children in war-torn countries. And, like, and a box of chocolates, he said, because if I don't have to listen to your nonsense, I want to eat chocolate while I listen to your garbage. Yeah, bro. Uh, he's very persuasive. Obviously, like I don't agree with everything he's ever said in his whole life. They like to take him out of context. I think the biggest story there is it's so telling that the establishment, like, like it might sound like conspiracy to think like, so you're telling me the powers that be, the people that control the media, for whatever reason, want to attack this man and frame him as a bad, toxic dude who's spreading dangerous ideas uh, to the impressionable young male out there, which will, will wreak havoc on society. And it, they got to stop at nothing to continue to give him the Alex Jones treatment. Um, and, and then the conspiracy is kind of like, wait, so you're, you're telling me they care that much about silencing this dude because they really don't want a strong independent citizen who questions things and is self-accountable, self-reliable, hard to, hard to hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. learn learn how to learn how to defend yourself if you can. Learn how to defend your family. Like have something. Have something at the crib. You have the right. You know what I mean? Don't let them assign you this opinion. But when you see how they treat him, it's like, bro, I'm starting like I'm starting to think that's real. That they really are that threatened by the stuff he says that they'll stop at nothing to frame him as the newest Hitler of the month. Yeah, the newest. I don't know if I'm allowed to say all that on here, but that's what I'm starting to realize. If they just ignored him and they're like, oh, man, it's just some criminal in Romania who's rich and he's going to get his and he's a bad person and karma's going to get him and y'all need to stop platforming him or whatever. No, they want to go all out to be like, can we interview you? You know what I'm saying? Can it's, we chop that up? So can gross. we put you on this? Can we put you on this big platform just to just to let you speak? Nah, it's to frame you as like 
this man is dangerous. Uh, you know what? I don't know about Hitler's of the month, you know, because it tends to be the same people. It's like Andrew Tate, uh, Donald Trump, and pick another person. You know, Russell Brand. You can. This is like a rotational like uh, public figure Elon, that's usually yeah. yeah e- Elon, Elon Musk. Yep. All of a sudden, they like burn your Tesla. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Governor Abbott tweeted out, you know, we have another richest man in the world. It's, you know, it's a Texan and it's uh, the Elon Musk picture. I guess he's again the richest man in the world. If you're going by the Forbes list, I guess, or whatever, because we know there's people that aren't on these lists that have way more money than any of them. Too bad Elon had to get a lot of his money from China. From China. uh, Yeah, but hey, man, shout out to our sponsors. Uh, This is a spicy show. And, uh, you know, all the brands that support us that... They're like, hey, man, we just back you up, bro. You're an American. You have a right to discuss things. You have a right to have an opinion. Uh, Shout out to the venues that will have me because I remember a time when comedy clubs weren't trying to figure out how you voted before they could figure out they want to work with you or not. You know, where you can go from being like one of their top money makers to all of a sudden you wondering what the hell's going on but it's all good i will see y'all h-town june 16th house of blues after that we have oklahoma city after that chicago uh this concludes the public episode of red pill the mileage if you're curious you want to hear the thursday episode the friday episode if you want to join in on the thursday night live with all the capitanes uh with the fellow agents of the patreon hit us up man patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales and but you can tune in everywhere man apple podcast spotify we're on youtube oh and now remember a seven day free trial of the patreon to try it out you can get a free trial of what people enjoy you get access to discord uh you can get discounts on chingodemerch.com and so much more man so we appreciate the love and uh looking forward to meeting you guys at a tour date near you and uh we'll see you hey if you're a patron We'll talk to you tomorrow and Friday. Yes. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.